You're listening to the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm Catherine Walton, and today I'm going to talk to you about the places that you can go mountain biking on the Southern Downs in regional Queensland. This is a topic that comes up a lot, so I wanted to put the information into a podcast episode, and I'll also write it up in my blog so that more people like you, can find out the answers to your questions about mountain biking in this region. Now, if you don't live in this region, you might still be interested to know what's around so that at some time in the future, you can bring your bike with you to visit. We'd love to have you here. But if you think you're not likely to ever come to the area, you might also be interested because you might get some tips on how to find out where you can mountain bike in other regions as well. Now, my question of the day is, when did mountain biking become an Olympic sport? I wonder if you know. We're going to come back to this question at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. I run mountain bike skills clinics and rides for beginners and intermediate riders in the Southern Downs region and I'm also a member of the Southern Downs Mountain Bike Club. I've been riding mountain bike for, oh, I think it's somewhere between 10 and 15 years recreationally. I have done a few races but really I'm very family focused. I love my family rides and my social rides And I'm very passionate about supporting women and girls to develop their confidence on bikes. The Southern Downs region is around about one and a half to two hours southwest of Brisbane in Queensland, Australia, or about an hour south of Toowoomba. And the region extends right down to the Queensland-New South Wales border. Our major towns here are Warwick and Stanthorpe, but there are dozens of rural towns and villages around the region as well. So there are plenty of dirt roads and plenty of little farming communities. And I do know that there are some groups who regularly get together to ride those roads and have a cafe or a coffee stop afterwards. In the Southern Downs region, there are a number of national parks. There are several state forests. And there are lots of other parks as well. So this episode is not going to be a really comprehensive list or give you a detailed description of every single place that you can ride your mountain bike. But you can check the Trail Forks app that does record or or it does detail a couple of the riding areas in the district. But I would also suggest that you ask people in the region. If you're not in touch with people on a personal basis in the region, then jump onto the Southern Downs Mountain Bike Club Facebook page or if you're living somewhere else and you want to know what's in your area, have a bit of a search for the mountain bike clubs in your area and make some contact with the people there. And you can ask those questions anytime and people can reply in their own time. I know so many people who visited the region or visited other regions and but made contact with people in the region that they're visiting ahead of time and organised to go riding together 
which I think is really wonderful, hearing about people connecting in that way. The Southern Downs region currently has one mountain bike park, and this is at Mount Marley in Stanthorpe. There's about five to six kilometres of purpose-built single tracks in Mount Marley. So these are cross-country style and downhill style, and those tracks are currently being extended, which is pretty exciting. This bike park is fairly new. It's really only been around for a couple of years. The bike park has plenty of ups and downs on the trails. There's lots of granite rock to ride over. There are plenty of little obstacles and some big obstacles. And it is pretty challenging for complete novices. So I usually suggest it's probably most enjoyable for people who've had at least a bit of experience riding off-road on technical trails. The Mount Marley trails are green, blue and black. So the green trails are the uh, classified as the easier ones. The blue trails are more for intermediate riders and the black trails are the most challenging ones. You could, even though it's only five to six kilometres currently of trails at Mount Marley, I can easily spend a couple of hours there going around um, and doing different loops there. And you can find Mount Marley on Trail Forks. Another area very close to Stanthorpe, it's only a few minutes out of Stanthorpe, is Broadwater. And this is an area that's actually managed by national parks. You'll also find Broadwater trails on Trail Forks, which shows that there's about 15 kilometres or so of what I'd call double track or dirt roads in Broadwater. And these are multi-use trails, so you will find people walking there as well as people riding. The trails would tend to be classified as green-blue trails, mostly, and it's a fairly sandy or rocky terrain, but I have been there where we've had to navigate water across some of the gullies as well. Passchendaele State Forest is also quite close to Stanthorpe. It's about 20 to 25 kilometres northwest of Stanthorpe. And there are plenty of fire roads in this area. It actually covers quite a large geographical area. So within Passchendaele State Forest, there's a whole range of mountain bike experiences that you could have that's perfect for all levels of riders, including beginners. And this is where I very often taken my beginner groups or my intermediate groups to develop confidence and it's where I've spent a lot of time in my earlier days mountain biking gaining confidence. Girawin National Park is around about half an hour south of Stanthorpe and it's a really unique landscape and it's a place that I really really love to go bushwalking but also mountain biking. The Peak Trail And the Creek Trail are the trails which can be used for mountain biking. So the Peak Trail runs past Mount Norman and it's about 10.6 kilometres return. But you can combine it with the Creek Trail, which is a three and a half kilometre loop. So these Girawin trails are cross-country style riding and they're most suitable for beginners and intermediates. 
There are other roads in state forests across the region where you may be able to ride your mountain bike, but it's really important that you check if there are any alerts or if you need a permit or if there are closures or if there's tree harvesting or other work happening at the time, which might mean that you're not permitted access. And likewise, there are some other national parks around where you may be able to ride your bike on the dirt roads, on the public roads, but not on the walking tracks. So some of these state forests and national parks include at Leeburn, Jurakai, Gambubal and the Condamine Gorge. I wanted to make special mention of a couple of places that are actually in New South Wales, which are just outside of the Southern Downs region, but both of these places really, to me, they feel like they're part of the region because they really are quite close. So the first one is Maryland National Park. Maryland is a New South Wales national park and it runs along the border with Queensland. And there's a lovely dirt road that goes through the park that is a, it's a great place to take a mountain bike. So it runs from the Cullendor end of Maryland National Park over towards Delveen. And I think it's a really great road for beginners and intermediates. You have very little traffic coming along this road and it's very scenic. There's beautiful bushland around you. So you can go out and come back the same way. So you just go as far as you feel like it, turn around and come back. And not very far from Maryland National Park is Cullendor High Country Camping. So this is a private enterprise where you can camp on the farm in designated areas and you can ride your mountain bike on the farm roads that are in the camping areas. Cullendor High Country are also continuing to develop some of their own mountain bike tracks on site and From here, you also have access directly into Maryland National Park to extend your ride a little bit further. Of course, there are plenty of other places you can ride your bike in southeast Queensland, southwest Queensland and beyond. But these are the ones that are really central to the Southern Downs region. I also wanted to mention that Safety always comes first when you're riding. So prepare and do your research before you leave home. And check if you're going to ride at a national park or a state forest or at Mount Marley or wherever it happens to be, check if there are any alerts, if there are any closures for any reason. Check that the place is open and take your own water with you take some food with you because not all of these places are close to shops where you can easily just go and buy something. Make sure that your bike is suitable for the terrain. So typically the trails and roads across the Southern Downs can be quite rough and rocky. There's lots of granite, but there's also sandy soil and there can be some muddy patches when it rains, which doesn't seem to happen too often. Make sure that you protect yourself from the sun, follow any signage that's up and follow any advice from the authorities and in particular recently that's been around the COVID-19 regulations. I really love to hear that people are first aid aware. So 
in particular, know how to manage snake risk and other injuries you might get on your bike. Take a note that your mobile phone may not work in some of the areas that I've talked about. So mobile phone service can be fairly unreliable or non-existent in some of these areas. So make sure that you let someone know where you're going and what time you expect to be back and let them know when you do get back as well so that they're not worried about you. And if you're looking for any more information, head over to the Southern Downs Mountain Bike Facebook page or to national parks, to state forests, websites, uh, to the visitor information centres, the Southern Downs and Granite Belt Tourism Association. I'll leave the links to those in the show notes so that you can easily access all of that information. And now getting back to our question of the day. When did mountain biking become an Olympic sport? Well, it doesn't seem that long ago to me, but I guess it probably was. Cycling has been part of the Olympics for a very, very long time, but the first time that mountain biking was included as an Olympic sport was in Atlanta in 1996. And there have been cross-country mountain biking events ever since at the Olympics. There are other categories of mountain biking and most of these have worldwide competitions, but it's been the cross-country that's been included in the Olympic Games since 1996. Well, I do hope that you've got a little bit of a head start on where to take your mountain bike and which trails might be most suitable for you across the Southern Downs in Southern Queensland. The Outdoors is My Therapy podcast takes you on a journey of discovery, learning how you can live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. We guide you through the maze of wellness information and give you evidence-based and practical strategies to improve your health, your happiness and your well-being when you spend time in nature and the great outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, an accredited mental health social worker bushwalking guide, mountain bike instructor, and I'm a family-focused outdoors adventurer. You can connect with me and the Outdoors Is My Therapy community on our Facebook page, and you can find other links to my socials and other projects I'm working on over at www.catherinewalton.com.au. That's www.kathrynwalton.com.au. W-A-L-T-O-N dot com dot A-U. And till next time, enjoy your mountain biking and your other outdoor adventures.